Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome to this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. In this episode, we are going to be doing a two-part series. So this is episode one and next week, episode 15 is going, we're kind of doing a deep dive into parenting. We had somebody write in and ask us how, how do we prepare? Like, or how did we decide that we wanted to have kids? And I, I think she's asking it from a aspect of like, they're in the season. So I think the biggest thing that like we're going to be talking about this. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how did we come to the decision that we wanted to have kids and how did we best prepare for having our kids? And then in episode 15, so the one that will be coming out next week, we are going to be talking about just different parenting things that we have found to be very beneficial as an overview. We could do a deep dive into each, probably each one of these topics down the road, but this is just an overview for us specifically. So even if you're not a parent or don't have kids, if you work with kids or have a sphere of influence of working with kids, this is going to be beneficial. Or if you're a couple who want to have kids, I think it's going to be really great to just tune into another group of people's opinion. Spoiler, it's about asking questions. <laughs> yes. How did we get to the point where we said we wanted kids? Well, I'm going to back it up because John and I always knew that we wanted to have kids. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Yes, we always knew that. Like right. I, It's not like we sat down one day and we're like, hey. I think uh, we're ready. You're you're pretty fine. Oh. I'm pretty fine. I think we'd have pretty fine kids. I don't know why it's in a southern accent. Okay. We've always wanted to be parents. So that was a no-brainer to us. We just knew that. I knew for myself that I was called to be a mom. Yes. I knew for myself that I always wanted to be a mom. And that when John and I got married, that was one of the things that we had talked about before getting married was, do we want to have kids? Well, right. And like, that's kind of why we also got married was like, oh yeah, we both have the same views on having kids down the road a lot sooner than we anticipated. Yes. Yeah, so I think we've talked about this, but in our original plan, it was, let's be married for at least five years. Let's be more financially independent. Was it five years? I had said five years. Oh, maybe you made this plan of five years. Yes. You know, younger us and less mature us. Right. We didn't communicate our expectations no. as much. But I come from it like I was 20. Like I didn't need kids right off the bat. Like I didn't want to be a young mom and then I'd be 25 and I feel like I'd have my life figured out by then. No. I don't. You're 26 now, son. Do you have your life figured out? Absolutely not. Okay. I feel like I have a good direction. I suppose. That's yes. all we can know. Exactly. That's hope all for. that's all we can hope for. So we got pregnant with Finn, our oldest, who's four, about a month no, a year after our first anniversary. That would be around our second anniversary. No. No, no, no. Back to the ar- around our first It was around our first anniversary. Yeah, I'm like a year from getting married. Yes. So there our we go. first <laughs> year anniversary. Ah, it all blends together now. Right. And I, I remember like talking to Carrie like we moved out of your parents basement which is an adventure in itself yeah not the best decision but we survived mm-hmm. it was only for four months so mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible long period of time like where these people like we know some people that are like we ended up staying for a year a year mm-hmm. and a half because 
things never lined up. Right. We're like, we did it for four months and it was, ugh. And we had a cat and your dad's allergic to cats. And so, yeah, it was just not a great fit for our family. So we move into our own apartment up in De Pere and we're like, I look at Carrie. I'm like, Carrie's working a full-time job. I'm working full-time. We have a great apartment that we can afford. I'm like, Carrie, I think we're financially stable now. I think we like we can start putting money into the bank. We're not going to accumulate debt anymore. Like we can start taking like these, okay, like maybe we look for a house or maybe we look for, you know, the next adulting decisions. And then I think it was a week later, Mm -hmm. you came to me and you're like, I think I'm pregnant. Yes. Yeah. That was a really like terrifying situation of like, I just didn't feel like I really knew what I was doing at that point. And it was all very sudden. And when I say like nothing prepares you, nothing prepares you for parenthood. You can take all the Lamaze classes, which I think are a piece of baloney. You can take, take I didn't take any. So let me, let me take that back. I did not take any birth classes. I'm a very instinctual person. And I knew that like, I felt like I didn't need it, which to each their own. That's my opinion. And you're also stubborn. Okay. (laughs) I didn't want to take it. Anyway, I like when people find that they're pregnant and they're on and it's unexpected, it is unexpected happiness. And we've talked about that before. You can take as many classes, you can do all the counseling, do all the prep work, nothing like being able to hold your baby that just came out of your body. Or like just being able to hold your child, like the world just shifts and the world changes. And like anything that I was stressed out or worried about or like it all, not in a bad way, but my priorities, my priorities, there we go, like shifted. And I knew that like, I will do whatever it takes to take care of this child. Mm -hmm. It was like my mother instincts, like of a mother cub. No, a lion with their cub. (laughs) Mother cub. There you go. Protecting her cub. So... I I just know that that when Finn was born that everything was going to change and it did. And John was that transition from like no kids to a child was that easy? No. 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 Not at all. But you figure it out. Yes. And because like this is the new normal now. Like mm-hmm. as much as we don't want change, change is how you grow as a human. Mm-hmm. And so like that that shift really made us like oh right we have to take seriously not only parenting but like being more intentional with each other being intentional with people outside of our house because it can be so easy like go to work come home be with your family go to work come home be with your family and so like you actually have to put on your calendar of like i want a play date or we should go over the here for dinner and so you have to be more intentional with others and so kids kind of force that upon you yes so if you're not ready to mature before having kids Mm -hmm. kids will make you mature quicker mature quicker yes one of the best book parenting books for i will talk more in depth about it next episode but one of the best parenting is books i have that i've read it's called how children raise parents having your own like that kind of responsibility of raising a child makes you kind of grow as well as you were, it should. <laughs> at, yeah, as you are growing, help growing this child in like every way possible. Hopefully, like you're growing in every way possible. Nothing really can p- help you or prepare you to become a parent 
other than parenting. Yes, it is so true. And I, I know I coined this of like, just like marriage, you can do as much preparation as you can for marriage, but nothing is going to really teach you than experience and figuring it out and asking for support and having good people around you who will be able to be there for you. Because I remember after Finn was born, we were not intentional, you and I, with our relationship. And it was so bad. I remember being in church and writing on a connection card, like, my husband and I need counseling. We need to figure this out. And I get a response back from our church and they say, let's pair you with another couple in the church who have older kids and they'll walk alongside you. And that was a saving grace. They lived like five minutes down the road and we went to their house and they played with Finn and like just let us vent and talk and like explain what was going on. And postpartum depression, anxiety, anger, like all of that kind of stuff is real. So if you are a mom or a dad or really a mom for postpartum, but if you're going through that, you need to seek help, (laughs) please, for the sake of your family and the sake of your marriage, please do that. I didn't have anything extreme with that. It was so grateful though, to have another couple, another family just come alongside us and say, we're here for you. We want to be there for you as you journey through this season because it's not easy. It is a transition. You're literally adding another human being that you are fully responsible for, for absolutely everything in the beginning. So that would be my one, one huge tip of advice of if you are finding yourself in it, like anytime there's big change in your life, you want to make sure that you have somebody coming alongside you to be able to support you in that. I think also like, depending on how connected the the, the parents are, mm-hmm. um, it is a very real thing to have the the husband to take on those emotions of postpartum mm. things. Because like, I mean, when we first had Finn, I didn't feel as much because I didn't feel that, like we weren't as close then. But when you had Penny, like I, well, one, we made the transition to me being a same home dad. And so like I have those like thoughts have those that like parenting can be isolating one of the beauty of being a podcast editor i get to listen to many people's different opinions and one of them is um it's called mother far from home and she's just giving practical advice for mothers it's like for mothers who are stay at home uh, stay at home and i'm like oh like this advice applies to me because i am that stay at home dad and so, like, I learned so much from just editing her podcast. And, like, um, she's a certified sleep trainer. So, like, she knows her stuff. Like, if you have difficult kids that don't want to sleep, like, where we're at right now, mm-hmm. because we have a four and a two-year-old who are two-year-old this figured out how to climb out of her crib. Like, it's just, just really good advice. And so, like, I just edited one about, like, about finding your parenting finding your parenting style which i can talk about in the next episode anyways yeah preparing for having kids Mm -hmm. nothing can really do it no and i completely agree and i just want to give rachel a shout out on this podcast so if you are a parent or want to become a parent i highly recommend listening to a mother far from home you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts she's been such a wonderful client for us to work with and 
we have learned so much even from she just launched her podcast she's like a month in so it's been really fun to listen to all of her episodes so if that interests you we'll have her links down in the show notes for you I I do want to talk about this because in the beginning when we first decided that we wanted to have kids we wanted four I wanted a girl, then a boy, and then a girl, then a boy. Because we both did want that. Yeah. Yes. The family that I needed for, they had that. And I said, You're the epitome of what I want in my life. I want four. Cause then I can have the minivan. Mm. I have like there's two and two. We each can have two and it'll be great. So we don't have two. I mean, we don't have four. We only have two. Are we having more? No. We no. are not having any more. We <laughs> any more biological kids. We no, yeah, we're we decided that once we had Finn, we were like, you know what, maybe three. Yes, we're like maybe three, maybe three, and then we got to like we're like, well, if we have a girl next, we can be done. Mm-hmm. If we have a boy, then we'll try for a girl, and if we'll have three. Yes, one because I don't want a minivan. Mm-hmm. You don't. You're very no. passionate about this, and. <laughs> I don't know about passionate. It's just, you will not drive will, a minivan. I won't drive a minivan. Correct. Yes. I have the same reason why I don't buy Crocs because I have not given up on life. That's fine. <laughs> I love my Crocs and I love minivans. It's fine. I care just a little bit. <laughs> so we came down to like two. We had a girl next. We have our sweet Penny. And uh, so we we're like, yeah, we have a boy. We have a girl. That is the new nuclear family of America, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Now we just need to find how to find that point one yes. of a child. That's not happening. Oh, eventually we'll have a dog, which I think that's like a point one, right? I don't know. However you get a point one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. We're done. Yeah. I I do. And Go ahead. The, no, the beauty of having our kids so soon and the fact that like we're done, we're having two. Is that like in our 40s, they're going to be 18 mm-hmm. and hopefully self-sufficient. Yes, hopefully. That doesn't necessarily need to live outside the house. They mm-hmm. just, they can take care of themselves. They have a full-time job or going to college. Mm-hmm. And so like the fact is like, we're going to be in our forties. We're going to have a, by that time, like you are making more money. And so like, we'll have more money and we'll have f- more free time. Mm-hmm. And so then like, if we wanted to travel, like that is more of a realis- realistic opportunity than if like, I know a lot of people are like, well, let's have kids later. Let's have get married later, like even in like in the secular world. Right. And so the reality is like you don't have a lot of money in your 20s. You have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. You can't do much if you're broke, though. Right. You can't do much. You like sure you can do trips on the cheap. But like I'm not that kind of person. I'd rather spend a little bit more so I can mm-hmm. have a little bit more comfort. Right. And so, like, you're broke and you have free time. So I'd rather have be broke and have something taking up my free time, like parenting, mm-hmm. because it's such a wonderful gift. Um, and then in my when I'm 40s, where I have money, I have free time. Now I can have the opportunity of traveling, going places, and then also inviting the, my adult kids with me. Yes. Because like we have the the means and mm-hmm. we know have the know how and the yeah it's so true and I I want to preface as we're coming to a close on this this part of us talking about parenting is that if you feel like you're you don't want kids I don't want there to be any shame mm. I feel like in the church we have created this 
bubble almost where the ideal Christian is someone who's married with kids. And that's not a reality. That is absolutely not. So if you have felt that, I'm so sorry that that has happened to you because that is not the way that the church was intended to be. Well, right. I think for whatever reasons, I think it's because we're we're stuck in the 1950s with a lot of our ideas and theology mm-hmm. is that like people think that like in order to be a good Christian, you need to have a nuclear family around you. Like a man is only as good as he is a father, which is like unreal. And like a mom can only, or a woman can only be useful if she's a mother. Where like, we forget the like that Jesus was a single man, single celibate man. Paul was a single celibate man. And like, that is a very real like direction for people in the church Mm -hmm. you do not need to get married to be fulfilled you only need jesus and i think if you're married if you have kids it's harder to follow jesus because there is so many distractions Mm -hmm. if you're single you have so much free time to give to jesus to do things for jesus with jesus because like you're making money and you have free time so like you can do that with like you can give those to jesus and like let him shape you into a person that's furthering the kingdom yeah no matter so all that to say no matter what stage of life that you find yourself in you're single you're in a relationship you're married you have kids whatever that looks like just know that ultimately we report to jesus and how can you use the season of life that you're in to have to change you to look more like jesus and so for us we got pregnant quick We got pregnant quick, we got married fast, and now we're in a season of, okay, Jesus, refine me in this, refine me through my marriage, refine me through my parenting. And in the next episode, so stay tuned for next week, we're going to be talking about all the different ways that the Lord really has refined us and the different tools that we've used. And by no means do I say we're perfect at this. We are not. We are fallen, finite human beings that don't have it all together. And we are growing and we are wanting to become. We have Jesus. Yes, exactly. And we're wanting to become more like Jesus and model that for our kids. Okay, so we will see you guys in the next one. If this was beneficial to you, can you go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts? I know you're probably sick of all the podcasters saying, leave a review. No, this is actually super important for us because when you leave a review, it actually gives us feedback on how the show is going. So if you could just go over to Apple Podcasts, if you are an Apple user, and go ahead and leave us a rating and leave a review and tell us what you think about the show, that'd be very, very helpful for us. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com, or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Vaco. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link. And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast. Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.